Christmas rushes through But I still have one wish to make A special one for you Merry Christmas, darling I've said this for I don't know how many years now The most, in my opinion The most romantic Christmas song ever Karen Carpenter, arranged by Richard Carpenter. Merry Christmas, darling. I think this is, first of all, musically, listen to the chord changes. Bring it up real quick. That is an incredibly intense arrangement by her brother, and her voice is beautiful. See, now, do we take a break from the agita, as I say every Friday this time? Slam on the brakes at the scandal, the scum, the anti-American behavior by our administration, Washington, D.C., and the president. <sighs> you inhale, exhale, and focus on, yeah, just take a break. Focus on the glory, the sanctity, and as I call it, the downright sexiness of marriage. We do our marriage segment at this point. Husbands, I hope you're listening with your wives, and wives, I hope you're listening with your husbands, whether one's in the car and one's in the office. The content's on our Facebook page at Sam Malone Show. It's written by our good friend, Robert Kosick, honortheval.com, a church deacon and uh, marriage coach and such. Mr. C., happy Friday. Hey, happy Hanukkah to you. And Thank early you. Merry Christmas to some folks out there. And happy Hanukkah. Yeah, it's wonderful. We have uh, There's three things that I like to always incorporate happy. into our Christmas break, and one of them is listening to Bing Crosby, White Christmas. For my wife, it's The Carpenters. She absolutely loves that album, the Christmas album. Really? And then you always got to watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life. So somebody else out there thinks The Carpenters are cool. <laughs> <laughs> she loves them. She loves them. In fact, when we decorate the tree, that's what she wants to hear even more than uh, White Christmas by Bing Crosby. So that's her, her all-time favorite. And if you want to see Bing, he's, it's in the, the original movie, Holiday Inn, it's called. Okay. I'll have and, to look that one up. And that's, it's, it's like scratchy. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. He, he re-recorded it, but that's outstanding. Uh, wonderful time of year. Uh, great you know, traditions. Great traditions. This is, ladies and gentlemen, our marriage tip number 123. Amazing. Re- That's just since we started counting. Yeah, I mean, we, we did a, a bunch, and then, of course, there was the ban at the old station. How dare you talk about the sanctity of marriage? Somebody asked me last night, was a, we, were, we had our big Christmas party here, and somebody said, why did they, honestly, I'm not making it up, why did they, you kill it, why did they make you kill the marriage bit at the last station? I said, because I stressed fidelity in marriage and called out men and said you were scum if you i said you were scum for running around your wife real men don't do that and that's what that's what got uh, there's two people in particular got a little hot under the collar over that yeah and you are scum by the way for running around your wife you are you are you are i mean it's all what it is but you are so let's keep your marriage hot and heavy with these marriage tips that we do every friday at this time marriage tip number one dash two dash three here you go three times a charm Research shows that saying I love you to your spouse three times a day has the most impact on your relationship. Too few times will weaken the marriage bond. Too many times will lessen the impact. You should also reserve the phrase I love you for the most important relationships and use I really like you for everything else. Saying I love you and I love you ice cream diminishes the value. <laughs> Very good stuff. And and we're trying to hear. Now, you can say it four times, maybe five times, but here's what it is. I, I worked with a guy one time, and and, and when you come in, you go, hey, how are you? How's your family? And after about the fifth day of him doing that and then turning away before you can even answer the <laughs> question, you were like, you really don't care, do you? <laughs> you know, it's kind of the same thing with I love you. If you walk and say, I love you, I love you, I love you, and I love ice cream, and I love the dog, and I love my car, and I love how great our yard looks, it doesn't hold any real 
power behind it. So uh, the, the argument here in the study that I looked at, one of the studies just, just tested a whole bunch of people, and they found that three times a day, strategically placed in the morning, around dinner time, and then right before you go to bed, seem to have the most impact on the relationship, the strength and bond of the relationship. So heck, three times a day you should at least say I love you and reserve it strictly for those that are absolutely the closest to you. And, and what it should mean is I love you really should mean an intense feeling of deep affection, very like similar that. to I adore you. I like that because, yeah, if you go, go I love ice cream, I, I do. Now, if you I talk to Bluebell, you could probably get away with it. That might be equivalent, <laughs> but other than that, no, off the table. Now, I will say, like, I'm a dork, and people do make fun of us, but I think Denise and I say I love you probably 15 to 20 times a day. Yeah. So we go a little overboard. <laughs> But I'm sure when you say it, it, it's it's an endearing time. It's you're not just passing. Hey, I love you. Pass me the chips. <laughs> it's, it, if it's if it's sincere when you're saying it, say it constantly. If if you reserved it for that person and you're sincere in saying it, I don't think there's a cap on how many times you can say it. Okay, but and but uh, I'll tell you, Robert Kostick, by the way, my wingman on the, our marriage segment on the show. I bet you there are couples out there who don't say I love you oh, once okay. a day, once a week, once a month. Those are the people that go to breakfast and they each read their own papers or stare at their iPhones and, you know, don't talk to each other for an hour while they have breakfast. You, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. and I, I don't understand those people. I'll never understand that. I don't get it either. But, hey, you know, it's a wonderful thing. You really ought to take some time to do it. And, and really, really want to stress, reserve that. I try really, really hard to not use the term I love you for much stuff. It, it was so easy to do and it's such a habit. So that was a great movie. I loved it. You know, people are flipping out over Star Wars coming out next next week and, and have four and five tickets that they're going to go see this thing uh, four and five times that weekend because they love Star Wars. Well, you don't really love that. Maybe you really, really like it. And if you just try to change that mindset, it not only just, just changes what you say, it will actually change your appreciation and value for that person because you're reserving right. something very special for someone very special. Our marriage segment on the AM 1070, The Answer, with Robert Kosick, which we do every Friday at 8.30. People listen from coast to coast. Speaking of the Star Wars movie, the amount of time that people have put into getting tickets, oh, gosh. the amount of time they put into reservations, <coughs> Kyle, <laughs> the, the amount of time they've uh, put in talking about it, the amount of time they put in focusing and rearranging finances just in case and buying crap. Man, do you put in that much time and effort to your wife's birthday? Oh, right? kidding. Do you or Christmas coming up, or, yeah, or just, the, the different eight days of Hanukkah that you, you do gifts on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but I'm saying is that the amount of time that all these people, and which is great, I'm glad you're all in the movies and stuff, but the amount of time you put into it, do you put that much time, effort, work, thought, planning to your wife's birthday, to your wife, too, to your wife's Christmas gift, to your, I don't know, whatever, you know, I mean, there's a million sure. And let's make it even a little bit more more personal. You know, look at the football games and how much attention you put into your team and cheering for them and supporting them and memorabilia all over your office and, and shirts that you get everything like that. I mean, how many pictures of your wife do you have on your desk? And <laughs> That's true. <laughs> thing, ouch, I know, it, it hurts. There's guys out there going, all right, I used to like your bit. I used to like your segment. <laughs> I hate this segment now. And, and, and it's the same thing with fantasy football. And like, I, I'm not dogging on anybody. No. Like, we, we had this, this, this one woman who would talk about her husband's fantasy football. He'd, like, fly to Vegas and pick teams. I'm like, what a bunch of losers. It's my opinion. But would you do you fly to Vegas with your wife? Do you yeah. spend all that attention on Saturdays and Sundays? Are you are you as active in that hobby as you are with your wife? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It, it, there's nothing wrong with those things. It's great to yes, have hobbies. Yes, it's great it to have hobbies together. It's great to have them separate from each other. Cause it, it's just fun and adds to the whole marriage yeah. thing. It's where you place your wife in relation to those things. If that's all you do and that's at the top of your list and right. she's like 
eighth or tenth on the list now, that's a bad thing. Keep her at the top. Those other things fall in place where they belong. Everything's good. And the best hobby you should have is being naked with your wife. That's a great hobby. And it's a cheap one, too. I mean, no outfits, there's they no tools, like... there's no, no waiting in lines. <laughs> right. You, you don't go online to get tickets to be naked with your, with your spouse. Gosh, I hope not. That would be a really interesting relationship, wouldn't it? It's not Which is a whole different segment. <laughs> I don't want him to do that. Yeah, I have a date with my wife tonight. I bought tickets on Friday. She, that's the only hour she had open, Friday night. <laughs> that's right. She had Friday at 8.45. 8.45. It, it wasn't convenient for me, but I moved around my work schedule. That's it. You know, I worked it out. Yeah, and you think about it. If you're moving around your work schedule to go see Star Wars, was once again, God bless you. I'm happy for you. Are, have you ever moved around your work schedule to be with your wife? Absolutely. To chase her around, be intimate, have a, a date. Like Denise and I have our breakfast date every Saturday, which I really look forward to. I look forward to just our date, you know, Saturday morning, drinking coffee, having a pancake at our favorite little restaurant. We sit there for two hours. Yeah, you know, great. And, and Steve, the owner, keeps coming by. Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, he knows by now. So do the people at Panera get upset that you guys are sitting there naked? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need another Danish. Hey, hey, get me one of them things with the cherries in the middle there, honey. <laughs> no, so anyway, uh, going back to it, uh, our marriage segment on AM 1070, The Answer, which started this. And you should do it for next week, because next week, Kyle, is next week Star Wars? Yes, it is. Is it? Does it start on Friday? Uh, it starts Thursday. But you have your tickets Friday? Yes. Okay. Mr. Kosick, hmm. for marriage tip number one, two, four, uh, I'm happy, it's just be, I'm happy you have hobbies, but do you spend more time on hobbies than your spouse? There you go. Let's go. Hot like and heavy one. tip is on there, too. Hot and heavy. That's, that's my part. A little more street. There okay. you go. Guys tend to prefer mornings. Women tend to prefer evenings. But an occasional, right now, is just what a marriage needs to re-energize the relationship even for the most reserved couples. Yeah, we're trying. I'm trying to keep it G-rated here, so everybody, you know, they can kind of they yeah, know what we're yeah. talking about here. But yeah, sometimes yeah. it's, yeah, you know, the kids are gone or the house is empty. Why not right now? And so many people try to plan it out. It's got to be a certain time. It's got to be ready. Just every <laughs> once in a while, just just go for it. Have fun. And you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed at how much excitement that brings in. And uh, the things you'll laugh about and you'll talk about it and, and someone knocks at the door and now you're like, oh, my gosh, someone's at the door. What do we do? And, yeah, it's, it's a blast. They ought, <laughs> I'm telling you, i got to go right now. My wife should I be know. getting I'm home. Like, yeah, for, <laughs> honey, I'll be home. But see, you know what? But you see how, like, and once again, and they, when they got the last state radio says that they banned it, do you see how much fun you have talking about fidelity? Do you see how much enjoyment you get psychologically talking about fidelity, marriage, the sanctity and the holiness of marriage? What the hell is wrong with you people out there? I know. And, it, and that's, I'll tell you what, it's fun and it's yes. exciting. It's a blast Damn right. when you're doing it right. When you're doing it wrong, this is the last thing you want to hear somebody talking about because well. you don't have it, right? And, and all we do every single week is we come out here and say, look, even if you don't have what we're talking about, we're going to give you tips on how to get there. Done. Work for it. It's well worth the effort to work for it. And those tips are written. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It's all there. It's also on uh, iTunes. It's free. All 124 are on there. Yeah. This is our good friend Robert Kosick, wrote the book, Honor the Vow, Church Deacon, Marriage Coach. Mr. C., Always look forward to this segment because we got to take a break and chill it's out. It's a great, bit. great thing. And, and you know, not, as much fun as it is, the main purpose is helping couples have a stronger marriage, and it happens every single week. Yes, it does. Every time. And that's we, the whole purpose. Every week that we, we help one couple at least. Maybe even someone from the old station is listening. Maybe maybe they'll figure it out and we can help their yeah. marriage too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May, hey, maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe right. not. Mr. Maybe, maybe I'll send them the link. Right? <laughs> It'll bounce back. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you next Friday. Uh, you have a fantastic weekend, Sam. Ciao, Bella Boy. Right. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer. From Pennsylvania,